0: All right, would you open God's precious holy word to two separate parts? First of all, in 2 Chronicles, we'll be in chapter 22, starting chapter 22. And we're going to be in 1 Kings 11 as well, reading parallel accounts of the same uh, event or events. I, well, I don't have the Hebrew. I tell the queen of Judah. Okay, let's refresh our memories. This woman was the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel. Therefore, no doubt a priestess of Baal and an idolater to the bone. She married the crown prince of, of Judah. So a princess out of the household of Ahab and Jezebel married a crown prince who was to become king in Judah. So we keep that in mind as we go into the uh, account here beginning in verse 10 of 2 Chronicles 22. When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she rose and destroyed all of those royal descent out of the house of Judah. Okay, her son was to become the king, and and he died. So now she takes over the throne of Judah, a Baal worshipper. So. It would appear from first reading of verse 10 that she killed off the house of David, which couldn't happen because of the covenant that God had made with David. There was a baby that was the son of Ahaziah, who, now you have to think about this. This woman, Aphaliah. Killed her grandchildren, killed her grandsons. It's 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 destroying me just having lost a little pet. How can anybody just in cold blood go through their grandchildren like that? Their grandsons. That's what she did because she wanted the power. This sets her up as the queen of Judah and therefore the one in authority. Now, the king had a daughter by one of the concubines, Jehoshabit. His daughter took Joash, the son of Ahaziah. Okay, that's the only one left, the baby. He is the seed of David and stole him away from the slain children of the king. She placed him and his nurse in the bedchamber, and Jehashabiat, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada, the priest, concealed him. Okay, Jehoiada is the priest of the temple, he's a good guy. The woman who's the king's daughter that steals away the only living seed of David to the throne is the wife of the priest. Concealed him because she was the sister of Ahaziah from before Athaliah, and she did not slay him. So you can, you can see where this where this is headed here. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, conspiracy and secrecy. And he hid with them in the house of God. For six years, that'd be down in the temple. They hid him within the temple. And Athaliah reigned over the land. Do you see that? The priestess of Baal is sitting on the throne of David. It's unbelievable. Uh, And she was there for some years, as a matter of fact, because the only one who claims now, who has a right to the throne is just a baby. He, he, He didn't know his right hand from his left hand. So he's been hidden away in the temple, and he's hidden there for six years. Now we go over to uh, 1 Kings chapter 11, and uh, we get the account here from uh, 2 Kings 11. Ahlia Ahaziah's mother, saw that her son was dead, and she rose and destroyed all of those of royal descent. That would have been her grandsons. Jehoshaphat, that's the same one, it's just a different spelling. King Joram's daughter Ahaziah's sister took Joash the son of Ahaziah and stole him away from among the slain children of the king and she concealed him and his nurse in the bedchamber and they concealed him from Athaliah and he was not slain and he was hiding with her in the house of Yahweh for 6 years while Athaliah was ruling over the land so Athaliah was queen at least for 6 years Now, how much she was really in authority when her son was the king uh, is up for debate. But for sure, the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel, the priestess of Baal, the idolater, is ruling over Judah for six years. So the plot thickens here. And now come in Jehoiada, Joash, who is the king, the little baby, and Athaliah. We start then in Second Chronicles chapter twenty-three, and also look at the account that's given in Second Kings eleven. So let's go then to Second Chronicles chapter twenty-three, verses one through fifteen. And in the seventh year, Jehoiada gained strength. Okay, he's the priest. He gained strength because the people knew that a priestess of Baal was on the throne that belonged to the seed of David. There is a temple. We'll see that, I think, in this account. There is a temple built to Baal in Jerusalem. In the same place where the temple to Yahweh is. the people could begin to the people of Judah begin to build resentment over what's happening so now we're 7 years here we're 7 years into the reign of this priestess of uh, Baal i'm sure by now also the people would have known that she slaughtered her grandsons the ones who could have ascended To the throne, and she would have thought that she had wiped out the house of David. She forgot that Yahweh is still in the room. So it says, uh, He gained strength. What, What was the likelihood? What is the likely thing to do now in the theocracy of the southern kingdom of Judah? where you have a checkpoint in three ways. Of course, you had the royal line and then you had the priesthood and then you had the prophets. So they sort of kept a check on one another. There were checks and balances there, I guess you could say. So the natural appeal would go to Jehoiada, the priest, and he gained strength. He took the chiefs of the hundreds. Azariah, the son of Jehoram, Ishmael, the son of Jehonan, Uh, Azariah, the son of Obed, Maasiah, the son of Adiah, and Elishvat the son of Zikri, with him in a covenant. So now he goes to the leaders of the people and he begins to lay a foundation for rebellion. And they went about in Judah and gathered the Levites from all of the cities of Judah and the chiefs of the father's houses of Israel and they came to Jerusalem. And the entire congregation enacted a covenant in the house of God with the king. And he said to them, behold, the king's son shall reign as Yahweh spoke concerning the sons of David. So they are, they are Bible-believing people. They are recognizing that the throne that existed at that point, the one who sat on the throne is in total in in absolute contradiction of the word of God. And the reports that the seed of David had been wiped out were false and were discovered to have been false. And of course, there would have been sufficient papers and uh, testaments and so forth, witnesses to the truth of Joash being the son of the seed of David the one whose rightful place is on the throne, although he's still a child. So the conspiracy begins and the rebellion swells. The Levites come together and the declaration is made. All of them agree to the the covenant who have come together in this rebellion that it is the king, the son of David who shall reign because that's what Yahweh said. Uh, and therefore, they have to dismiss Athaliah because she's not in the word of God there. This is the thing that you shall do. A third of you, of those coming in on the Sabbath, of the priests and of the Levites, shall be gatekeepers of the thresholds. And a third shall be in the king's palace, and a third in the Yeshur gate, and all the people in the courts of the house of Yahweh. And no one shall enter the temple, the house of Yahweh, except the priests and the ministers of the Levites. They shall enter because they're holy and all the people shall keep Yahweh's watch. So they're on guard. Now we have a revolution beginning and the Levites shall surround the king. This little boy who's in the temple, each one with his weapons in his hand. And whoever enters the house, the, the, the temple shall be put to death. And you should be with the king when he comes in and when he goes out. So he has this, he has this uh, tremendous uh, number of bodyguards, the Levites. They are weaponized and they mean business. They'll let no one approach the king. There are quite a few of them. If you remember how many of the Levites there were back in the book of Numbers, well, there are more now than there were then. And the Levites and all of Judah did according to all that Jehoiada the priest commanded and they took each one his men of those coming in on the Sabbath with those leaving on the Sabbath for Jehoiada the priest did not dismiss uh, the divisions. So they are well organized and uh, they are ready to put the king on his throne. Jehoiada gave to the chiefs of the hundreds the spears, the bucklers, and the shields of King David, which were in the house of God. And he stationed the entire people, and each one with his sword in his hand, from the right side of the house to the left side of the house, before the altar and the house surrounding the king. And they brought out the king's son and placed upon him the crown and the testimony. So they had the crown. Somehow they have come across the crown. There was the crown for the son of David uh, and the testament, the testimony, and they made him king and Jehoiada and his sons anointed him and said, long live the king. So now you have the first step in making the son of David king and reestablishing the seat of David rightfully on the throne of David. Athaliah heard the sound of the people Running and praising the king. And she came to the people. To the house of Yahweh. She saw and behold. The king was standing on his stand. In the entrance and the officers and the trumpets. Beside the king. And the people of the land rejoicing. And sounding the trumpets. And the singer played on musical instruments. And led the singing of praise. And Athaliah rent her garments. And she cried out. Treason. Treason. So uh. That's not going to get her very far. Now I want you just for a minute. Think about Joash, this young king. He grew up in the temple. He grew up observing the priesthood. Observing the rituals. Observing the sacrifices. Observing the worship to Yahweh. He grew up listening to the Levites. uh, Sing their songs. And offer their praise. This is how he grew up. Even though he's the son of an evil king. He grew up strengthened in the way of the Lord. In the way of Yahweh. So this is how he begins. And those people are guarding him and protecting him by now. Surely he would have known that if, if not for the intervention of God. He would have been killed like all those other children were. But God divinely him. You know it, it happened the day of Pharaoh, when Moses was spared, it happened in the day of Herod, uh, when he went after the Christ. And now it happens it happens here, how, how Yahweh attends to his plan and purpose perfectly and, and sovereignly and absolutely. So now she sees that she's lost the crowd, And she begins to cry out treason, treason. Jehoiada, the priest brought out the officers of the hundreds, those appointed over the army and said, uh, take her uh, and said to the officials, take her within the ranks. And whoever follows her is to be put to death by the sword for the priest said, do not put her to death in the house of Yahweh. So anybody, anybody that belongs to the political party of the queen is going to die. It'd make you switch parties right quick, wouldn't it? So anybody that stood on her side were slain. They were outnumbered. Not only that, these guys, uh, they had focus. They had a purpose. They were not going to lose this fight. Besides that, Yahweh, of course, was was. Was uh, sending it out in in his through his will and in behalf of the of the throne of David. Kill anybody that's on her side. He didn't tell them to kill her. He just said and don't kill her in the house of Yahweh. In other words wink wink kill her, but not here okay. Uh, And they made a place for her, and she came to the entrance of the horse gate, the king's palace. They killed her there. (laughs) Now, here's what 2 Kings 11 says, beginning in verse 4. The seventh year Jehoiada sent and took officers of the hundreds of the mighty warriors and of the couriers, and he brought them to him to the house of Yahweh. And he enacted a covenant with them and endured them in the house of Yahweh and showed them the king's son. And he commanded them, saying, This is the thing that you shall do, a third of you, of those who come on the Sabbath, and the keepers of the watch of the king's uh, palace, and a third in the sewer gate, and a third in the gate behind, which was the gate of the couriers, and you shall keep the watch of the palace without taking your mind off of it. Two-thirds of you, all those who leave on the Sabbath, shall keep the watch of the house of Yahweh to guard the king. And you shall surround the king, each one with his weapons in his hand. And the one who comes within the ranks shall put to death. And you shall be with the king when he goes out and when he comes in. Don't ever let him get out of your sight. And the officers of the hundreds did according to all that Jehoiada the priest had commanded. And each one took his men, those coming in on the Sabbath and those leaving on the Sabbath. And they came to Jehoiada the priest. The priest gave the officers of the hundreds the spears and the shields that had belonged to King David, which were in the house of Yahweh. And the couriers stood, each one with his weapons in his hand, from the right end of the house to the left end of the house, before the altar and the house surrounding the king. And she saw, and behold, the king was standing on his stand as the custom was. And the officers and the trumpets before the king, and all the people of the land were rejoicing, sounding the trumpets. And Athaliah rent her garments and called out, Treason, treason. Jehoiada the priest commanded the officers, the hundreds of those appointed over the army, and he said to them, Take her out uh, to within the ranks, and anyone who comes after her is to be slain by the sword. For the priest had said, Let her not be slain in the house. Of Yahweh. They made a place for her, and she came by way of the horse's entrance uh, into the king's palace, and she was executed there. Now, Jehoiada has this space of time being on a roll like he is, such that he can inst- instigate and institute reforms within the land in the southern kingdom. Uh, where they had, where so many had gone over to worship of Baal. So let's go back then to second Chronicles 23, beginning in verse 16, Jehoiada enacted a covenant between himself and all the people in the king that they should become the, uh, the, the people of Yahweh or Yahweh's people. And all the people came to the temple of the Baal and tore it down. And its altars and its images, they smashed And Matan the priest of the Baal, they slew before the altars. I misspelled altars up there. Oh, well. And the priests set up appointees over the house of Yahweh in the hand of the priests, the Levites, whom David had divided over the house of Yahweh to offer up the burnt offerings. This is written in the law of Moses with joy and with song by the hands of David. And he stationed the gatekeepers over the gates of the house of Yahweh so that no one who was unclean should enter for any matter. And he took the officers of the hundreds, the mighty men, the rulers over the people and all the people of the land. And he uh, brought the king down from the house of Yahweh and they came within the upper gate to the king's palace and they sat the king upon the throne of the kingdom. So this is sort of like his second anointing. They had anointed him earlier uh, outside of the away from the throne and all the people of the land rejoiced and the city was quiet and they slew Athaliah by the sword. Now here then finally is that account in second Kings 11, beginning in verse 17, Jehoiada enacted the covenant between Yahweh and between the king and between the people to, uh, to be the people of Yahweh and between the king and between the people. So in other words, you will in no way identify yourself with any other god or goddess, especially Baal. We will covenant and declare now with each other and to each other that we are the people of Yahweh. And all the people of the land came to the temple of Baal and tore it down. Its altars, its images, they smashed. My tongue, the priest of the Baal, they slew before the altars. And the priests set up appointees over the house of Yahweh. And he took the officers of the hundreds and the mighty warriors and the couriers and all the people of the land and they brought the king down from the house of Yahweh. And they came by way of the gate of the couriers to the king's palace and he sat on the throne of the kings and all the people of the land rejoiced and the city quieted down and Athaliah, they killed by the sword in the royal palace. Boy, that's just a great story to me that I don't know why they don't make a movie out of that. Maybe they have. I hadn't seen it. I don't know. Um, but this is, this is how Yahweh overrules in the affairs of men. Aphelia, she thought, she thought she had it made. Of course, she was of royal, royal descent in Israel, and now she's on the throne in Judah. But Yahweh always has his people. And Yahweh always accomplishes uh, his purpose. And the time had come where they had to deal forthrightly with this woman uh, in the name of Yahweh. And they did. And the end of it here, as we've seen it to this point, is a a glorious thing. And then we will pay close attention to what happens then after this. But we start that next time. Right now we're going to have our deacon prayer time.